Episode 10, thanks for joining us. Football is here. We're getting ready for week two in the NFL, week three in college. Baseball is winding down. I don't know, a lot to get to. Yeah, uh, tough week for me in fantasy. Uh, Took one on the chin. Yeah, my defense was my highest scoring uh, <laughs> asset with 14 points. So that happens when Josh Allen's your quarterback yeah. and he loses to the JETS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I didn't have a position player over 10 points, so that's always good. So, yeah, it might be a – Might be a long year. Might be uh, looking for some trades yeah. if anybody's interested listening. <laughs> you can hit up the waiver wire. It's always where to go. Uh, congratulations. I saw you won a big golf tournament. Nick's a high school baseball golf tournament. Uh, we did. It was a nail-biter, came down to a tiebreaker, but we – Thanks to Tanner Hartman, he eagled 18 by himself pretty much at Hidden Valley, so that was pretty impressive. There's, If you guys had not won, like that would have been insulting. Like four dudes that can probably drive the green on most par fours. Yeah, we weren't expecting to have a tie, but we did, so I don't was know. Was that a humble brag there? Like I just do not like to brag. I'm hate it but bashing the competition no, here? You, like, you how could anybody compete with us you asked the leading question sir i did but you yeah. didn't have to go for it <laughs> this is uh this is one we were just happy to be there yeah. and represent nixa and yeah the alumni make money for the the school golf tournaments are fun but they're not cheap no it's not but it's for a good cause nixa baseball gotta fund the program so more than happy to donate and would you get anything for winning? Uh, I can't disclose that. <laughs> I thought maybe you got an NIL deal out of it. <laughs> we did right. get a cool trophy with our names engraved yeah, forever. Gonna, okay. So that'll be gonna they're going to chop gonna, it in four pieces. and <laughs> They're going to put it outside the school in acrylic forever. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I should engrave your names into the concrete right in front of the, the main entrance. They're renaming the football stadium. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, the Hannah Hartman... Hammett. Mitchell Hammett yep. Stadium. Okay. Uh, all right. Nobody's going to listen if we keep talking about this <laughs> stuff. People have already tuned out. Um, so you can subscribe, rate, and review us. Maybe don't after that intro. Uh, coming up next, we're going to look back at week one of the NFL. Peyton's got some hot takes, so let's yeah. get to that next. Welcome back to the Battery Sports Podcast with John and Peyton. Week one of the NFL has come and gone. The Chiefs are 0-1. They are in last place in the NFL. The Raiders are 1-0. They're in first place in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, that's that's all we're going to do right there. Yeah. Uh, did you get to watch the Lions-Chiefs game? No. Oh, yeah, I did. I did see the Lions-Chiefs yeah, game. I got to watch it with two of my friends who are Chiefs fans, so that was fun. But, I mean, I've got a soft spot for the Chiefs, but I'm definitely not a fan. But that was a good game. Good game, and uh, some uh, errors cost them there, I'd say. What, what do you, what what do you we, think? Uh, errors. Uh, drop passes oh, yeah, that a totally. local grade schooler could make. <laughs> Yeah, my nephews can uh, can make those those plays. Yeah, uh, yeah no, hundred percent should have made plays. Poor wide receiving core. Yeah, they miss Kelsey. They miss Jones. Do they win that game with those two? Maybe. I'm not a big fan of the uh, Mike. Tari of course, I'm a Raiders fan. Mike Tarico made the comment afterwards. Uh, there's an asterisk by this one. Yeah, that's always a good idea why? to say. Why? Why is there an asterisk? Nah. Be because one of their players decided not to play and another one got hurt. Like, that happens every week in the NFL. That is the NFL. Yeah. So, in week 10, if, you know, some team is missing one of their – maybe two of their better players, does that mean that if they lose, that's an asterisk? Like, come on now. What yeah. are we doing? The, all of Brady's rings are Totally. In that Those category. are asterisks. But for real, them. though, actually. Yeah, actually, <laughs> because of the, the deflating. 
Uh, so, yeah, so the Chiefs lose. Uh, they'll get Kelsey back, obviously. Chris Jones signs the one-year deal for $19.5 million. To me, it looked like the Chiefs won that over Jones. He didn't get some yeah. long-term big extension. He really didn't make a whole lot more money than he was going to get in the first place. So, uh, And they get him back for you know, this year. So I thought that the Chiefs' ownership, the front office, you know, waited him out and he gave in. Yeah, I don't think his agents did him any uh, services there because he had like 30-something million on the table, fully guaranteed, and that's what happens when you get greedy. You get bit sometimes, and now he's going to have to pay around like $3 million in fines for holding out. And, so And sitting out games, you lose those game checks, and yep. you're talking millions of dollars each week. That stings. So they will get him back, um, and so we'll see the Chiefs – have a good matchup this week. They go to Jacksonville, so a rematch of the playoffs last year. Uh, what what surprised you from week one? Well, the Bengals were terrible, but, I mean, when you look at their history against the Browns, the Browns kind of own them a little bit in their uh, rivalry right now. But, yeah, that was interesting. And then if I just had to say one game that was the most surprising, I'd say – uh, the 49ers just kicking the crap out of out of the Steelers. I did not expect that. Steelers are always pretty solid, even though I picked them to be frauds this year. <laughs> Kenny Pickett is very limited, but Brock Purdy looks solid again. It's kind of the exactly how he looked last year, and that roster is just absolutely stacked. So, yeah, they were legit. You were high on the Cowboys last week, and they did not disappoint. Yeah, I was high on the Cowboys, uh, low on the Giants, and that was like the one thing I picked and came true, so um, let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys' defense is unreal, obviously, but I think uh, this team is going to go a long way this year. It might finally be the boys' year. Wow. Big prediction, big prediction. Uh, Dolphins beat the Chargers in a shootout. Eagles go to New England and beat the Patriots. And the Packers go to Chicago and stomp the Bears. What was yeah. the what stood out to you most about those three games? Well, the Eagles-Patriots game kind of played how a lot of people saw it going, where it's just like Patriots always are going to be a tough win to beat them in Foxborough. So a little Super Bowl hangover for the Eagles, but they dug it out and won. And then uh bears are still terrible so i'm sorry to my <laughs> good buddy caleb who's the biggest bears fan ever but it's gonna be another long while before they get good but jordan love of the packers looked pretty good i mean we've been waiting to see him for a few years now and uh we've seen him a few times like here and there but he looked solid in his first game as like the starter moving forward yeah, i did not think that jordan love would outplay justin fields but that was what happened Mm -hmm. uh, I really was not high on Jordan Love, but, I mean, they scored 28 points in the second half. It was a game at halftime, but it was not a game in the second half. Uh, Bears got outscored 28-14 to 14 in the second half, and they lose by 18. Uh, Ravens beat the Texans 25-9. to 9. That was kind of ugly. Yeah, very ugly. Uh, Commanders beat the Cardinals. Cardinals are going to be horrible this year. That so. was America's game of the week. <laughs> 49ers, you mentioned, beat the Seahawks. Saints, Derek Carr, uh, <laughs> at home, they beat the Titans. Why are you that's, laughing? That's my divisional pick for the NFC South. And uh, for those of you who don't know, John is a – Derek Carr hater. Well, I am a Derek Carr truther, but uh, he'll rise to the top. He's got a good roster with the Saints. So, well, I mean, maybe not a good roster, I'm, but I'm out not, of the I'm not teams a there. hater. Um, just think he's a phony. Oh, goodness. So, sorry. <laughs> maybe I am a hater then, right? Uh, Jags beat the Colts. Falcons beat the Panthers. Uh, Bryce Young was not good. Uh, one touchdown, two picks in his debut. I think he's going to break. A little worried about his durability yeah. uh, throughout the year. And then, of course, Aaron Rodgers ruptures his Achilles. What, like four plays into the game? Yeah, sad scene. The Jets lose. Uh, Jets win. I'm sorry, at home Whoa. against the Bills. Whoa. Did you see the? Um, <laughs> did you see there was a bar in I Wisconsin? Did, did you see yeah. that? I like, thought you were going to be there. Yeah, I was going to go to Wisconsin. 
Uh, there was a bar in Wisconsin that they were going to pay your tab for the duration of the game if the Bills beat the Jets. And so when Aaron Rodgers goes down like four plays into the game, all these people, they're you know obviously Packers fans, they're like drinking because there's no way that Josh Allen and the Bills lose to the Jets with Zach Wilson at quarterback. So they rack up these huge bar tabs. Well, then Bills lose. They got to pay the, pay the piper at the end of the night. It's a rough way to go. Yeah, uh, not good. That was that was pretty ironic, but I don't know. That's the most Wisconsin thing I've ever heard in my life. So, so okay. So you want to take a break and maybe come in the next. We've got some stuff we want to get into. We want to look at stud versus dud when it comes to quarterbacks. Peyton's got some hot takes. Uh, we'll each give our, our top five in the NFL and then look at which teams we're saying are already done and yeah. which ones are surprises. Yeah, and the Raiders are going to be on there, right? On which one? On your list. On the done? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that in just a moment. Back to the Battery Sports Podcast with John and Peyton. So week one is over, and now it's time to take a look at, I don't know, let's draw some conclusions based off week one. Where do you want to start? Well, uh, I don't know. I, are, how much do we need to panic about the Chiefs' loss and how much credit needs to go to the Lions? Uh, a good amount goes to the Lions. Yeah. Uh, that's a really tough team that went into Arrowhead and won. Against Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think the panic meter is less after yeah. watching the Bills play on Monday night. Yeah. Even though the and Jets. The, Bengals. the Jets. Yeah, that's true. The Jets' defense is really good. And I don't think that's being talked about enough. Everybody is, oh, the Bills lost to the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. Accurate. Yes, Josh Allen played horrible. Give some credit to the Jets' defense, though. I mean,. We knew they were going to be good. So, you know, Thursday night, I think the panic meter, maybe not panic, but like, okay, we got some we got some stuff to figure out. We don't yeah. have Kelsey. We don't have Jones. Our receivers apparently can't catch the football. <laughs> um, it's kind of looked like maybe the, the years where the Patriots tried to survive with Tom Brady and no receivers was what kind of what it looked like with the Chiefs. But now that we saw, okay, Bengals looked horrible. Uh, you know, Jets with the Aaron Rodgers and then the Bills losing. So it's not exactly like who we thought was going to be the cream of the crop in the AFC exactly lit it up, you know, on Sunday. So probably yeah. not as high as it was on Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, it's week one, so probably best not to jump to any big conclusions. But I do have one conclusion for the Chiefs, and it's time to tank for Tua or Tua for Caleb Williams. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Got to get rid of that yeah, Mahomes yeah, guy. Yeah, he's proven to be terrible. But, yeah, I. so did you get to watch the Broncos-Raiders game? I not, no, I didn't watch uh, any football Sunday. I was at a NASCAR race oh. in Kansas City. Not, yeah. I'm not like, you know, a NASCAR guy. I've come to appreciate it more. My father-in-law is a big racing fan. Yeah. And so uh, he and my mother-in-law bought tickets for me and my wife and our daughter. So I took a one-year-old to a, a NASCAR <laughs> race. Um, it was it was fun. It was an experience. I've always wanted to, like, just experience it. Mm -hmm. um, it was, you know, they drive fast. They drive really close <laughs> to each other. Did they turn right? They did not go right. <laughs> well, left. maybe. There was a couple, like, you know, like they bumped into the wall. Like Bubba yeah. Wallace bumped into the wall. At really? Point, yeah. Did he wreck? Yeah. He was in like, he was running like second or third place. And really? Then he, you know, you look up and you just see smoke and it's like his car. Now he, he was able to finish the race, but the yeah. the crowd appreciated him wrecking. <laughs> um, but no, it was a, it was an event. I saw a lot of, you know, people's body parts that I didn't really want to see. What? That's part of it. About a NASCAR crowd. I, mean, I can't even picture it. Yeah, Is it a I mean, Trump rally or a NASCAR? Yeah, yeah. kind of a Trump rally, oh, okay. basically. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, older, leathery women in tube tops, and 
uh, guys walking around without their shirts on. Um, Did you join in on that? I, like, I, I offered to. <laughs> my wife told me no. Paint your belly? Yeah, I should have. Um, so, yeah. I mean, just the aroma of, like, cigarette smoke mixed with PBR. You know, it's yeah. just... It's the most American thing I've ever heard. They do. They let you bring in... You can bring in two backpacks. Like, you can bring in your own cooler. Whatever drinks, really, in that you want. Like, there's no <laughs> limits. So, you know, people are just... How loud know. is it? It's pretty loud. Do you have, like, earbuds? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there are some people that they, t- they didn't wear ear protection, but I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Did you listen to, like, one lap? I did, the, yeah. How loud? It's, it's pretty loud. Especially when they, like, restart, because then it's, like, all 40 cars going by you at once. Yeah. As opposed to they get spread out. Oh, okay. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. I didn't so no I didn't watch football. Gotcha. Yeah, let's get into some of these little segments though. Uh, you wanted to do stutter dud when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah. So I'll give you a name, and you tell me stud <coughs> or dud. Okay. Deshaun Watson. It's a good one. I'm gonna go with stud. Uh, I think he was like easily top five like in his prime just like three years ago. Obviously had time off with off the field issues, but he's had another season under his belt now, been there for a couple of years. He can have his time to like, I don't know, get back in the football things and get the rust off. And the Browns are a talented team. And I think they showed that when they absolutely beat down the Bengals. So I don't know. I think he's getting the rust off and I think he's going to come back to his normal self. So. For what he's making, he should be a stud. <laughs> uh, Tua. Tua is a stud. There's a lot of talk, like, every year, like, Tua's like a fraud. Tua's not good. Like, this and that. Tua is good. He just gets banged up, gets hurt every year, which always hurts him. But when he's healthy and playing, they win games. The Dolphins win. He can – he may not have the best arm ever, but he's pretty accurate, and he can get the ball out there to Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. So, Tua is a stud. Russell Wilson. Russell is, I'm afraid to say it because I am a Russell fan growing up. I always liked him, but I think he's washed. I think he's a little washed now. He's not making the plays he used to. He was one of the best deep ball throwers in the league his whole career. Now that doesn't happen anymore. I mean, it's been one week with Sean Payton. I'm sure he'll get better this year. There's time, but as of right now, he is a dud. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is the worst contract in the league. Whoa. The biggest fraud in the league. Fraud? I cannot stand him. He is so bad. I do not know what they were thinking keeping him. He is terrible. Literally <laughs> so bad. Get him off my screen. Dud. <laughs> wow. All right, Skip. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is bad. I The Steelers need to get off him, find someone better. I mean – Sure, he had a good like final eight weeks last year. But, but he went to Pitt. Before that, I don't it's a care. Kid. I, enough of that crap. It's not Cinderella. He's bad. <laughs> He's limited. He's just a limited player, but okay. dud. All right, that's all I got. No more? Want to throw in a random one? Jared Goff. Jared Goff is a stud. Whoa. He's a stud. He hasn't thrown a pick in like nine straight games like guy is awesome he's accurate all he needs is a good o-line and like any type of talent with him and he shows how good he is so stud matthew stafford stud okay (laughs) all right uh all right now let's look at some teams that you think are already done like just start tanking okay um you got a list well i was gonna say the Tampa Bay would tank this year, but here comes Baker Mayfield and his cringy self. But, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how they won that game. I mean, technically they are still, like, one season removed from a playoff, like, berth, and they've been good for the last three years. So, I mean, makes sense that they have some talent left on the roster. But, I don't know, I guess – 
I'm going to say they're still done, even though they won. And I guess the Jets are done now, right? They'd have to be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an understatement. Uh, what about the Seahawks? Do you have faith in Geno Smith? I do not. I think okay. they had a fluky year last year where Geno randomly had a great season, like way past his prime years, and that's kind of hard to – keep that pace and keep that thing going so tough division too so i don't know i don't think the seahawks are going to do much this year i'm going to guess because you hate daniel jones you think the giants are, are I, done too. that was my only prediction that looks great right now so yeah i'm going to stick with that daniel jones sucks sorry uh giants they'll win some games this year but they're not making the playoffs chicago bears uh, I mean, they lose I mean, big time <clears throat> at home to the Packers in a big rivalry. This was you know, a lot of talk, a lot of hype around that team. There's one big question for the Bears this year. Are they going to have the number one or number two pick in the draft? <laughs> That's what I'm at on them. Uh, where are you at on Justin Fields? I like Justin Fields. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a great athlete. But so what people would say about Tim Tebow right there. Yeah, I don't think Tim's anywhere near Justin Fields as an athlete. But, I mean, it's hard to, like, criticize him because you know the Bears aren't. And then they lose week one. The Vikings are set for a big regression this year. I mean, they've had their window, and now it looks like it's closed. But. Then again, their division is pretty weak this year, so maybe they're definitely not out of it yet, but I don't think they're going to be anywhere near as good as they have been. What so. about the Titans? Titans are done, cooked, wow. spoiled, throw them out. That's like six or seven franchises you've just said are just – I mean, we and we didn't – I didn't even mention some like obvious ones, like the Cardinals. Well, yeah, I mean, that goes without saying. The Texans. Cooked. Patriots. Nope. Here's a good one good. for you. Chargers. <clears throat> Chargers are a talented team, but they're going to get eaten alive by their division. They play a tough schedule, really, and I think they need to find a better coach. So okay. until that happens, they're not going to move forward. Uh, surprises in week one? Were you uh, surprised by the Detroit Lions going into Arrowhead and winning? I really wasn't like I don't want to sound like I was like oh I no I didn't pick them to win by any means but I'm a big Dan Campbell fan I'm a supporter of the Lions just because of him really and they were talented last year each year they've gotten slowly better and I think this year they finally got enough talent and people on board to make a little run this year so wasn't surprised but do I think the Chiefs would have won in a normal circumstance? Yeah, but I'm not going to say it was a fluke. The Bills losing uh, to the Jets, maybe not surprising. Probably surprising the way it happened. Yeah. The how bad Josh Allen played. I've got some things to say on Josh Allen. Oh, boy. I think he is a little overrated, to be honest with you. But since uh, – you know, you know what we said last podcast? Yeah. We said week one of the NFL is – Big time overreaction week. And I'll, I'll prove to you, Your Honor. Josh <laughs> Allen's overrated. Your Honor, let me let me tell you. Yeah. He leads the league in interceptions or not interceptions and in turnovers since twenty eighteen, I so believe. So did Brett Favre. Yeah, but he wasn't fumbling too. He was just throwing like one run, or two picks maybe. Didn't He's, run the football. Josh Allen has bad judgment, folks. He has bad – if you look at those interceptions, they're just boneheaded plays. His own head coach was pointing at him and going, be smart, and tapping his head. Like, Josh Allen's very talented. I like Josh Allen. I think he's good, but he needs coaching and he needs discipline because he makes a lot of boneheaded plays. Can I but. give you a golf analogy? Is sure. it possible to compare a quarterback to a golfer? Yeah. Can I go Victor Hovland? With sure. Josh Allen, Victor Hovland used to always <laughs> go for it, right? Yeah. There was not course management. And the last year or two, maybe, he started to, like, understand when to reel it back in a little bit, when to go the safe route, yeah. and then when to attack. And he's distinguished that. And now look what Victor Hovland has done. 
Yeah. Maybe that's what Josh Allen needs. I've got one for you. John Daly, <laughs> Josh Allen. They like to show off the long ball. They've got distance. they big athletes, clearly. But <laughs> they just can't control themselves. Different, they get in their own way a little bit. Different kind of big. <laughs> John Daly. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? Surprised by Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love was solid. I mean, there's some talent there in Green Bay. I think he's got a great coach in Matt LaFleur. I think he's definitely talented. He's got a good arm. He can move a little bit. Being under Aaron Rodgers, like, guidance for the last few years definitely helps. I think he's mature, too. He's very, like, soft-spoken, wise, like, doesn't try to be flashy or anything. I think he's great for Green Bay, so – Okay. I don't know. Anything anything else that jumped out at you at week one? The Falcons, like, absolutely stomped the Panthers. I mean, I certainly didn't see that coming. I thought the Falcons would be terrible, but. It was a 10-10 game in the fourth quarter, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a close game for most of it. it they outscore them 14 nothing in the fourth and win going away. I, I mean, are you buying the Falcons, though? No, I, I think they're bottom five team, okay. but. When you look at the QB stat lines for that game, it is like a high school. Yeah, it's not good. Bad high school game. Not good. Not All right. Good. Uh, top five teams. Let's let's do top five, and then we can wrap up NFL and move on to okay. Real we might football. we might get into some trouble here. So John well, and I you, are gonna you, you, give our top five teams after week you, one. You've already. Oh, I'm not in trouble. I'm just getting started, folks. <laughs> Don't throw the tomatoes at me yet. Hold on. All right. So, top five, just power rankings. Uh, do you want to go start with five or one? Start with five, five. Work our way down to who we think the best team is. Who you got? Five. Number five, after week one, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, me too. Okay, good. good great minds think alike. Yeah. They had a good win against the Colts. Uh, there's a lot of talent, good coaching in Jacksonville. I think if you look at their schedule, it's pretty weak sauce. So, there are a lot of wins coming their way. I mean, the Colts and them, I mean, that's always been kind of a team you got to hop over. I know the Colts aren't good at this point, but just feels good to get a solid win in week one. Hey, it's a win on the road. Yeah. It's Trevor Lawrence maturing as a quarterback. You've got Doug Peterson as a head coach. They went to the playoffs last year. They injured Mahomes and didn't beat him. Um, yeah, I think they're a little bit of a dark horse this year. So, yeah. yeah, I like them at number five. Number four, what you got? I have the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Did you cheat at number off my four. paper? <laughs> no, you cheated. You looked Classic at my. Classic Nixa student oh, over here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, really rough first game. It was some bad weather. Tom Brady was in the building to watch the game. I mean, that would make anyone be nervous, but thought you might throw a jersey on there at the end and save the Patriots. But, yeah, Super Bowl hangover. They came out strong in the first quarter, but basically did nothing the rest of the game. They just had a field goal in the third, then like a two field goals in the fourth, I believe. So, yeah, I mean, they looked kind of rusty. Jalen Hurts didn't do much, just averaged that line. But defense looked okay, so that's always good. But I think they'll get better as the year goes on. Number three. You don't have anything to say on the Eagles? Not really. I mean, I think you said it pretty well. <laughs> okay. uh, number three, I have the Kansas City oh, Chiefs. Folks. We're different on this Folks, one. hang with me here. I mean, obviously they lost in week one. Uh, I mean, that's nothing to overreact to, but I just think their talent, like – it's really the team is really Mahomes reliant, which obviously anyone would be if they had him on the team. But they have to win in some shootouts here and there. But I guess that'll come back to down a little bit now that Chris Jones is coming back. It's a distraction lifted off their shoulders now. So I think they'll be fine. They'll cruise and win the division easily. But right now, I don't think they're the best team. They are favored by three and a half at Jacksonville on Sunday. Uh, it's got upset written where, on it. Yeah, where would you put your money? Oh, gosh. Just for who would win or the spread? The spread. So if you <laughs> oh, take Jacksonville, if they lose by a field goal, you still win. 
No, I think it'll be more than that. Like, it'll be a bigger difference in score than that, but. Oh, so Chiefs definitely. Yeah, they'll cover the spread, but. Okay. Uh, Seven, ten? I don't think it'll be close. I think one team's going to win by a decent amount. But I'm not going to pick who is going to win. You can go out on the limb and say if you want, but I'm not going to pick for that game. You want to make a pick? <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I mean, I think the Jags will cover the spread. I think it'll right. be a close game. All right. So you have the Chiefs at three. I have Dallas at three. Ooh. I'm not, I know uh, Dallas is probably one in yours. You're a big Dallas guy. No. I, I'm not, <laughs> da- Dallas has still got to prove it. One, yeah. great. You won a game. You want you beat the Giants forty to nothing, outstanding. Looked great. It's week one. Yeah. You do it. Do it again next week. And then do it yep. again the week after. Like you got to prove it. This is I, a show me state, folks. <laughs> I hate that phrase. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You you got to prove it. There's just there's been too many times where the <clears> Cowboys <throat> have started hot and they have limped to the finish. So uh, no, they're not going. I mean, yeah, I got them in the top three, but. You beat a team like the Giants, who were in the playoffs last year, won a playoff game. You beat them forty to nothing. I mean, really, like they I, should probably be higher in my rankings. Yeah. But I, I'm not a believer just yet. Yeah. So I've got Dallas at three. I have the Chiefs <laughs> at two. Okay. Um. So you know, That's I would fair. have had them at one, but uh, what happened Thursday? <laughs> I think yeah, they'll they will they'll get a lot of help offensively when they get Travis Kelsey back because he will draw defenders. It won't make it as hard on those guys outside. And, I mean, Kelsey is kind of, I, he's a freak, right? Yeah. Like, you can line him up at wide receiver, basically. You can – he can put his hand in the dirt. He can go block somebody. Like, he's just an incredible athlete. So, they'll be a lot better with him back. Are they the best team in the NFL? I don't think so. Because no. I don't think that they're as complete a team mm-hmm. as you need to be. Uh, I I really did. I thought it was Patrick Mahomes, and this reminded me of the Patriots when they you know tried to win with really bad wide receivers, and then they took a waiver on Randy Moss, and yeah. you know like you can only win so many games with some no names at at wide receiver. Yeah, and that's kind of I know Kadarius Tony is a first round pick and should be a lot better, and probably will bounce he'll, back. He'll be fine. fine. He he did good last year, really. I mean, he just had a bad game. It happens. I mean, it was probably the worst game ever. But, yeah, but that's what scares me about the Chiefs is, like, what are they without Kelsey? Uh, honestly, what is their offense without him? Uh, Who are they going to throw to? Yeah, it's not It's not great. But, I mean, they would win double-digit football games, but they're not going to. Yeah. They might win a first-round game in the playoffs. <laughs> no. I just think with the Chiefs that they get to the playoffs, they need to play at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have Mahomes, but they're yeah. so much better when they're at home. They've got the crowd. Now, granted, they lost at home. But I just feel like that's such a big thing for them. And the margin for error is small. Yeah, it is. To to get that home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I just what you said about them not being the best team is so true. And that's why Mahomes is probably the best player of all times. Definitely the best player uh, in the NFL right all now. All time? Best talent. Good. Best talent in the NFL that there's ever been for QB. That's definitely – Tom Brady's the greatest, obviously, but just the best player to throw football, that's Mahomes. Not yeah. Dan Marino? <laughs> no. <laughs> you never even watched Dan Marino play. How would you know? It's Tommy Tough Knuckles yeah, of the you 1939 Chicago Bears. Mahomes has been in the league for how many years? Uh, like five or six. Yeah. I don't know. It Best doesn't matter. Ever. It doesn't matter. Man. Beside the, the point. Beside horrid. the point. Horrid takes. Beside the point. Okay, so who's your number two? <clears throat> My number two is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. It makes me like cringe to say, but yeah. They're definitely the second-best team right now. The thing is, their defense is probably like one or two in the NFL. They're very, very good. Their division is top-heavy. I think they finally have had some years like to build. And addition by subtraction, losing Zeke, I think that's good for the team. They've got talent. You, you hate Zeke. They've got talent on offense. They've got talent on defense. And the thing is, like – this team's going to go as far as Dak will lead them, which 
Dak's got a lot of problems, but he is a good leader. I and will give him that. they're number two on your list? They're number two, but you can win a Super Bowl with the average quarterback. You can. It's happened many times. They've got to protect the football, though. I mean, the Broncos won with Peyton Manning like on a walker. I think anything's possible. I think Dak, if he can just – not turn it over a million times. They will be fine, and they're very that's good. A big if. And that's number two. Okay, number one. What, who is your number two? The Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay, yeah. number one. You go first here. 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. Same for me. Yeah. That was. Impressive. It's also the best coach in the league, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan. That's one of the few franchises that has a system going, where yeah. it's a little bit of plug and play. You got to have the right parts. But you don't have to have a Patrick Mahomes to win football games. It was mm-hmm. how many years ago where it was you got a quarterback has got to be incredible. Like that's you got to have a Drew Brees, you got to have a Tom Brady, you got you know like, yeah. and that's um, Brock Purdy is fine. Brock yeah. Purdy is not incredible. Um, so he, he he makes really good decisions, very high IQ. But they got a great defense, they got a great running game, they can block up front. They're well coached. I mean, they're the best team in the NFL. Yeah, I agree with all of that. I don't know if Kyle Shan's the best coach. Who uh, is? I mean, Mike McCarthy. Andy Reid, I'd probably say, but he's definitely top three for sure. But Andy Reid's got Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. He Andy. also went to five NFC championship games with the Eagles. Sure. In a Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's – Real, you can go either way and be fine, but I just think the 49ers roster is absolutely loaded. Defense and offense, they're stacked. Brock Purdy, like, really in a lot of ways is like Jimmy G, but a cheaper price tag. Just manages the game, try not to make mistakes. I think he's Younger very, yeah, yeah, very mature for his age. He doesn't try to force throws in there or anything. <laughs> Great leader. Uh, yeah, tough division, but I think their roster is clearing away the best team. So, And they definitely proved it by kicking Pittsburgh's butt, who's always pretty good. So, Last thing on the NFL, uh, I've got three games I'm watching on Sunday. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a good showing by Lamar. Didn't have Mark Andrews. They still yeah. won. Wasn't a good showing for Joe Burrow. What will that look like? <sighs> It'll look like... A Ravens win. <laughs> wow, okay. Kansas City at Jacksonville. Look out. I'm just yeah. telling you, look out. And Miami at New England. Yeah. Uh, that will be some great games. Yeah. I'm, Tua, I'm Tua against Belichick. What will yeah. that look like? It'll be a – I don't know. I think the Dolphins will win, but they're not going to score a ton like they usually do. But they'll score enough. And Mac Jones is not going to do crap, so – Dolphins-Patriots is your Sunday night game. Mm -hmm. Miami's favored by a field goal. There are two Monday night games. Saints at the Panthers. Browns at the Steelers. I'm not too interested in either of those. Uh, And the Thursday night game this week is the Vikings at the Eagles. Mm, Okay. Those are some good games. I think better than week one's matchups. But what happens if the Chiefs start 0-2? What happens? Panic. Panic. I don't know that it's uh, – there will be panic because yeah. it's a fan base of a Super Bowl <laughs> team and that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, Best fan base in the NFL, I will say, even though I'm not a Chiefs fan. I disagree I with that. I totally agree. They've always been loyal even when they were that's terrible. That's not – no. Yes. They came, no. What do you mean no? Dude, when they were horrible and there was like – 45 people in the stands and they had bags over their head? No. They, yes. They were breaking the loudest stadium record when the Mahomes wasn't even there and they were just first-round exits. Th- but that's, they were always okay. good. That's fair. That the mean Raiders that. are the worst fan base and John Miller is a part of that <laughs> organization. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. That's enough NFL talk. Let's talk some college football next. Your Buffaloes are 2-0. and <laughs> What? <laughs> My buffalo. The buffalo. Welcome back to the Battery Sports Podcast with John and Peyton. College football entering week three. The Colorado Buffaloes. I can't believe we're talking about the Colorado Buffaloes. 
they're two and zero. They, you know, of course, beat TCU last week. They go home. They stomp Nebraska, and I mean, nationally ranked. They've got game day coming into their house. They play Colorado State at home. They're twenty three point favorite um, this Saturday night. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Colorado College State. game day is coming for that game. Well, it's just because it's Dion, and uh, there's really, why didn't they just wait till? Because there's not. There's whoever. really not another great matchup this week. Like, you look at the top 25, there's really not anything too incredibly compelling. Like, if there's a Saturday where, like, your girlfriend or your wife, like, you know, you need to do something, go hang out with her instead of watch football all day, this would be the one to, like, take an L, don't watch any football. Write write that down, fellas. Because there's just – there doesn't look to be a lot of compelling matchups. So, yeah, so game day will be in Boulder uh, this Saturday for uh, Colorado and Colorado State. So I mean, so yeah, so they stomp, they stomp Nebraska. I, is that news? Is that news that they beat Nebraska? No. They beat them handily. No, it's Nebraska's not. not any good. I wonder who Lee Corso will pick for that game. <laughs> Seems like a tough pick. Oh, Lee but Corso is right up there with like Mitch McConnell and <laughs> Joe Biden and <laughs> Diane Feinstein and term limits on not, college it's, game it's, day. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, like I love Lee Corso, but it's. It's not good. I it's, haven't even watched one in like five years. It's kind so. of painful to like. Yeah, it's kind of painful. I just feel bad for him. Yeah. Um, Go put that mascot head on. Texas. Texas goes to Tuscaloosa, beats Alabama, thirty-four twenty-four. I have never seen so little like reaction to Alabama losing like a game like that. When it's Auburn or Ole Miss or A&M that beats them, it's like the talk of football for a week or two. But I think Colorado being yeah. what they are has just fair. completely made it a non-story, even though it's the Texas Longhorns and Alabama Crimson Tide, two of the most historic teams in football. Texas just went into Alabama and beat them. Nobody had that happening, and it's just not talked about. So, it's crazy. So Texas, to me, they're the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. It's like, that's great. Yeah, that's a very impressive win. Don't get me wrong. Like, you go to Alabama, you win. But it's week two. Do that in ten weeks, which they won't. They're not going to test close <laughs> in ten weeks. But win a game that impressive towards the end of the year, okay. Like, now we're talking. But I just – I struggle to get there with these programs, these franchises – that it's like this is almost this has been your story. You get everybody excited and and then you let everybody down when it counts. And that's been Texas really since Mac Brown and Vince Young left twenty years ago. So but here's the thing. Now that they've won that game, look at their schedule. Wyoming, Baylor, Kansas, nineteenth ranked Baylor's Oklahoma. Horrible, by the way. Yeah, Houston, who had trouble with their team that some small team they played. BYU, and then Kansas State. K-State's really good. Yeah, they're good. Where then is they that? Play, it's at Texas. Okay. They play an unranked TCU at TCU, at Iowa State, then Texas Tech. So, But that's, that's – that, I think those are all wins. I disagree. I think they're all wins. I disagree. There's no way they go K- – uh, what was it, K-State? K-State, Oklahoma, and – No, 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 no. What was the order? They play OU earlier in the year. They play OU, then Houston, BYU, K-State, TCU, Iowa State, Texas Tech. So that four-game stretch, the last last four, K-State, TCU, TCU, Iowa State, They're uh, they're going to lose at least one of those four, maybe two. They're going to go two and two. If they lose one, that's fine because they're going to win all their other games. And then they'll be in the – does Big 12 still have a championship? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And then they'll lose to K-State. They'll play KU in the Big 12 championship game. KU's looking better. (laughs) Not good. I'm not – this this is Texas. You look at them on paper and you're like, oh, yeah, they're going to win all these. This is the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, they're going to win. And then, you know, Dak throws seven interceptions (laughs) and they lose to – (laughs) <laughs> Whoever they lose to the Texans oh. and you, what what are we doing? Like this is what this is what happens. Play this, you know. Keep this receipt and play it in two months, and say I'm wrong. I will put money down that they don't lose more than one game in the regular what, season. What are we betting here? A case of Pepsi. Um, you said money. 
Okay. Well, I didn't say money. Or I did say <laughs> money. Dang it. Delete the record. Uh, I guess we I can put, put money hey, down. $1 bill. Okay. Here we go, folks. We just shook on it. We did shake on it. $1. It's a legal contract. It is binding. It's a good old boy legal contract. That's <laughs> you shake on it. Yeah. And he didn't say that I had to pay it if they, you know, so. If they do lose, it's going to be K-State. But I don't even think K-State's that good this year. I think they're well, going to. We'll, we'll find out Saturday because yeah. they go to the zoo. Your Mizzou Tigers. K-State is favored by four and a half points. That's and it? I feel like it should be 14 and a half <laughs> with the Mizzou football team yeah. I've seen the last two weeks. Yeah. I've not been impressed. Uh, it's not been good. Brady Cook, not not great. Mizzou offense, less than pleasing. You struggle with Middle Tennessee State at home. You you can't struggle with Middle Tennessee. You can't. Uh, so they've got K-State at home coming up on Saturday. Um, They're about to f- feel the full power of an SEC football team when they step into the zoo. Uh, they're <laughs> going to feel the full power of something. I just don't know that it's an SEC football team. Arkansas stomps Kent State 28-6. to So the Razorbacks are now 2-0. and um, So it's a good start to the year for them. It's a they, year, uh, year-defining win for they, Arkansas. They do have a decent game coming up this Saturday. It's a night game at home. They play Arkansas. I'm sorry. They play <laughs> – they enter squad. <laughs> it's a red-white scrimmage. They play BYU, who's also 2-0. Arkansas is an eight-point favor if you're into uh, into that kind of stuff. So uh, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, K-State 15th ranked at Mizzou on Saturday. Arkansas at home. Uh, so we'll see what, what happens. Colorado against Colorado State. Like I said, this is the Saturday to, to turn the TV off and you know go on a hike or – Go play some golf or, you know, do whatever. Or so, Read a great book. Or read a great book. I'm just kidding. All right. Coming up next, let's talk some baseball. I'm There's something that I'm so tired of hearing about, and it's the Uh-oh. most pathetic thing ever. Uh-oh. And it, we just keep talking about it. You are fired up. Yeah. What that, is it? That's We'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Give him a second to calm down, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Battery Sports Podcast with John Peyton. Okay. I like Adam Wainwright. Seems like a pretty normal dude. Uh, had an incredible major league career. He likes him some city butcher. All good stuff. <laughs> uh, he likes to play the guitar. Okay, great. Two problems I've got. Uh oh. <laughs> this is like the saddest finish to a career ever. The <laughs> every time he takes the mound, it's all about him. Yeah. It's all about him. Am I gonna get to two hundred? Is he gonna get to two hundred? He had hundred and ninety five wins entering the year, and he's he hasn't gotten to two hundred. Second thing that is bugging me is now he is saying he he would like to be a singer-songwriter in country music. And he's, he's not that good. I don't know. He could be the next Elvis. <laughs> uh, he sung the national anthem on opening day, and it was it was cool. It was, it was cool. like the best moment of the year for the Cardinals. <laughs> that was it. If he's not Adam Wainwright, if he's Peyton Hanna, it, it's like yeah. Are you saying I can't not, sing? Not a great – no, I'm saying if you sounded like Adam Wainwright, if you were standing out there and everybody is like, who is this joker, and then you just started singing, it, it wasn't great, but it was yeah. Adam Wainwright, so it was yeah. cool, it's opening day, great. What, what are we doing? I, like, just just give it up. He's turned into a narcissist right before our eyes. <laughs> just kind of, you know, retire, get inducted to the Cardinal Hall of Fame. Is he a Major League Baseball Hall of Famer? Maybe. I don't know. If he gets to 200, it actually would help his case. Well, yeah. I just This has just been so sad. And then every start, after the start, it's, well, you know, oh, I really thought I was going to get it. It was, you know, I really wanted this one. But it's like, it's all about you. And I get it. They suck. So it doesn't matter if they win. But it it just does not read well yeah, to me. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, 
They just wouldn't have hit that fifth homer. <laughs> would have had it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, there was a a game recap the other day. Maybe it was his last start against Atlanta. It was like he gave up eight hits, four of which were home runs. I mean, his ERA is almost eight. He's four and eleven. I mean, uh, the win loss stat is not you know what everybody thought it was uh, at one point. His WHIP is almost two. He's giving up <laughs> two base runners in any. Yeah. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's I just, just not it's good. Really rough. He should have went out with Yadi and Albert. It was perfect, and it's just odd feeling that he is back. But I mean, I'm not gonna knock him because if you can still get to 200, I mean, might as well try. You only get one chance at doing it. But I have no yeah. problem with him coming it back. It just feels weird that it's like he knows that he's not good anymore, and he doesn't care that it's gonna impact the like, it's all about team padding record, stats. but yeah it's all about padding stats I mean, but it helps that we are terrible but it's still kind of just yeah just get it done and yeah this on. this can't if you're not terrible this can't happen then you're yeah. doing can you imagine if the cardinals were really good and he was awful mm-hmm. he had an eight era how awkward would that be yeah i mean you you can't put him out there every fifth day i mean he's got it he's going to be in the bullpen he's got to be i don't know the World guy who support. comes in when we're down 10. I mean, yeah. Uh, I have no problem with him coming back. His ERA was in the threes the last three years. That's not my problem. My problem yeah. is this is just – this is so pitiful to watch. I hate how every postgame after his starts is all about his career win totals. It's not about other stuff. And now we're going to be a country singer-songwriter. Like, this is like Joe West when he came out with that country album. Like The umpire? Doing? Yeah. No, yeah. he didn't. Oh yeah, Joe West. He's got a he's got an album. Yeah, he was my it. favorite umpire, even though everyone hates Joe him. Joe West is horrible. He was funny. When he, oh, Joe when West. When he stared oh. down Madison Bumgarner, <laughs> that was awesome. Just made it all about himself. <laughs> yeah, I true. just I, there's there's elements of this where it's like this is just just stop, just stop. All right, that's enough. So. Moral of the story, kids, don't pursue your dreams. John says, stop. That's correct. You're not a singer. That's correct. Uh, okay, so recap the standings. Where where are you looking for? you got two, maybe three weeks left in the regular season here. What are you looking at? I'm AL looking West? at our World Series yeah, pick uh, falling literally through the floor. The literally. Texas no, Rangers. literally falling through the floor. No, it is. It is. It's no, falling no, through the floor. No, Max Scherzer just hit the deck. We're in trouble, John. The, the Rangers <laughs> are a game out in the West. They what's where's the panic? They're losing Scherzer for the year. Okay, well not, that's a huge blow. You don't know what's for the year. It's they, for the season, the regular no, they, season. They said and postseason. Oh, they did. I think yeah. So that's and even if he came back, I mean, he'd probably be bad. Playoffs uh, will miss at least rest of regular season playoffs, unlikely. So, yeah, he's likely done. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, it's not good. They're playing bad, like, all of August, end of September. It's not good. You want to be peaking at this time, which the Astros were, but they've slowed down a little bit. The Rangers are clinching with their life for the wild card spot right now. I mean, one game, yeah, but they're right there with Seattle, Houston. Uh, as they all three can't make it, right? Let's see. Why, the, why can't they make it? What is the wild card? I think it's because uh, Baltimore and Tampa. Oh, because Tampa. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, one and Toronto is right there too. So one of those teams is going to be left out, and Texas. I wouldn't want to be them right now, but. I think Seattle was a little bit of fool's gold because they had that incredible streak because Julio went, like, beast mode, like, unreal. And now that's kind of slowed down. They've kind of came back down to earth. But, yeah, I don't like the Rangers' position right okay. now. So so you like Houston in the West now? Yeah. Okay. They're the defending champions. They've been there. Their roster's loaded. Dusty Baker. Great. Uh, the NL East. You were telling me that you think if the Braves win the World Series, the World Series, maybe the best team ever. One of the best teams ever. I mean, there's some good Yankees teams and Red Sox teams. 2018 Red Sox might be the best, but definitely their offense is 
all time good. They are insane. Like if you just look at their player stats with home runs too. Like why why is Matt Olson not getting MVP talk? Is that not weird? Uh because he, he got fifty one bombs. No, but no one's like even considered him for MVP. It's like, oh yeah, Mookie, Acuna, who? Freddie Freeman. Who? The media, M- the baseball Mookie? media. Mookie. You said Mookie. I did? Yeah. Oh. You definitely said Mookie. Come on, folks. <laughs> Come on. Cut me some slack. Uh yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's that's fair. I just I think he's being outclassed by Acuna. He has a hundred and twenty eight RBIs right now in mid September. Fifty one home runs. But Acuna's got ninety four walks, forty homers, and forty stolen bases. Uh, I mean, and yeah. plays a a more challenging defensive position. That is true, but fifty. He'll probably end up close to sixty homers. That's insane. I, if you look at this, like past MVPs or people who've hit over fifty homers, I bet they have been MVP big majority of the time. And Matt Olson has one stolen base, so don't <laughs> discount it. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a little early to be making those proclamations. They they've still got to get it done in the playoffs. Yeah. A lot of teams have had great regular seasons. Oh, they're incredible! Best team ever was the Mariners like thirty years 2001 ago. One, yeah, won like one hundred and fourteen games, and then I think they lost in the first round. Hmm. So the playoffs are a different beast. If they get there, if they dominate through the playoffs, okay, yeah, let's have that conversation. But I think it's it's too early. Yeah, and the Braves have a history of choking, so I it's mean, accurate. That's that was a different time, different players, different manager, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Uh, the Dodgers running away with the West. Really, I mean, there's not as much complexity. I don't feel like to baseball as there was even a week ago. I mean, the wild card races are interesting. Uh, the NL Central, the the Brewers are starting to pull away. Um, I don't know how, but they <laughs> win games. They pull games out of their behinds. Whoa, that... whoa. We'll have to censor that, folks. <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't know. The wild card race is, is really what's interesting. And in the American League, you know who at least one of the wild card teams is going to be. It's either Tampa or Baltimore. And then you know it's going to be either Texas, Seattle, or Toronto. Two of those three are going to make it. Yeah. The National League, Phillies, Cubs, Arizona, Cincinnati, San Fran, Miami. It's a little more compelling. There's six teams within five games of each other. So, I don't know. We'll what see. What a boring set of teams in the NL. Phillies are great. But then everyone else, like the Cubs, Arizona, like San Francisco, that is awful. What's boring? They have no stars. No star power? The Cubs are like the least star-driven they've ever been, and like they're actually good. Yeah. I mean, Dansby is not Cody a Bellinger. big-time star. Cody's like <laughs> back to like MVP from Cody. the lowest point ever. So Yeah. I mean, Philly is loaded. But Arizona, a lot of these teams, it's young players. Though. Yeah. I mean, Arizona's got Corbin Carroll. So they're not maybe as established. Please get Cincinnati in over them. Please. Really? Yes. You're big De La Cruz. Yes, I am. And Votto is at least someone likable to be in. I like Joey Votto. San Francisco? I hate San Francisco. Jock Peterson? I don't even know how they win games, honestly. They're kind of a ragtag group. Brandon Crawford? Yeah, like they're all like, I don't know how they win. Miami Marlins, they're I like their team. They're just not good, really. (laughs) (laughs) Would have been cool if San Diego could have took care of business. Some of this, some of this is you're saying, well, these teams are really boring. This is what happens when you expand playoffs to three wild card teams. Yes, you get more teams with a chance of making the playoffs who maybe shouldn't be making the playoffs but that's the thing the american league can we donate the last national league one to the american league you want yeah we, we should do that <laughs> so but, toronto <laughs> you automatically get in yeah and we only get two in a wild card teams. yeah that sounds fair yeah. if i i they've got a better record than anybody in the national league wild card yeah 
I mean, that's justice. So. But, uh, I, as you know, I'm a Phillies supporter. I'm not going to say I'm a fan, even though, I mean, that is who I you watch most of the time. Okay, I You're just don't want to sound fan. like a... <laughs> you got an A's hat on. Yeah, MLB fan. But, yeah, about the, Phillies, power. the Phillies literally should be probably 10 games better than what they are because they, this year, have tied or taken the lead in the ninth, and they always blow it. Every time, Craig Kimbrell is so bad right now. He just literally cannot get through an inning. It is awful, but their bullpen is going to really hurt them unless they just get hot miraculously. So, yeah, I mean, Philly just frustrating. All right, so that's enough of that. Mike Trout's on the uh, trading block now. Where's he going? Well, I mean, he's not on the block, I guess, but the they're Angels. They're open to it. Yeah, they're open to trading him, which, wow, they're finally starting to see for the future. Congrats. Good job, Angels. Uh, you literally screwed yourselves by not trading Otani <laughs> at the deadline for whatever pipe dream you guys had of making the playoffs. Mike, but... Tr- Mike Trout still has seven years left on his deal. <laughs> yeah. Almost $250 million left to pay. I, it would make zero sense for them to – keep him at this point like why to sell tickets okay he's 32 he gets hurt way he, too much here's the problem you're trading him now you're i mean this is not a bad contract he's maybe the best player ever but you're trading him when he's past his prime he's 32 and now there's seven years left on his deal you traded him three or four years ago okay he's 28 he's entering his prime or in the middle of his prime, but now he's on the back end. He has had some injury issues. They need to get rid of him. They need to get what they can. But and who? Move on. Yeah. So, do you eat salary? Yeah, that's I what, guess that's what I'm. I mean, if I'm a if I'm a team, eat salary. Okay. You want to eat fifty million dollars, and now it's a seven year deal for two hundred million. That's a lot more appetizing than seven for two forty eight. Yeah. They just they need won't do prospects. That, they need young talent. And they could have got a boatload for Otani, but I whatever. Yeah. Their problem. But it's <laughs> just not good. Not a good deal for the Angels. Yeah, the Angels just I mean, it's just been a poorly run franchise. Yeah. When was the last time they made the playoffs? I I mean they made the playoffs since Trout's been there. Yeah, one time. But they I don't think they won a series when was the they last got, time they, they made it in 2014 they got swept by the royals okay when, that was it when was the last time the angels won a playoff series last time the angels won a playoff series 2009 <laughs> that is insane 14 years ago 14 years ago they beat the red sox in the divisional series Wow. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's not good. Not good at all. I mean, this was like, I mean, who was playing for the Cardinals in 2009? Well, Adam Wayne, Albert. Right? Yachty, Albert. That was a down year for the Cardinals, I think. But Albert won MVP that year, I believe. 2009 St. Louis Cardinals roster. I think the Dodgers Who was their manager? were good that year in the Phillies. Uh, was La Russa good? Tony La Russa was wow. the manager. 2009. Jeff Lunau, farm director. Uh, he's he's lived a lifetime or two since then. Uh, yeah, the Cardinals were 20 games above 500, finished 91 and 71, but got swept by the Dodgers yeah. in the NLDS. With Manny. Uh, Chris Carpenter was on the mound. Brendan Ryan. Joel Pinheiro. Uh, they were better than I thought. He's bring thought back some bad. memories. Ryan Franklin. How about Colby Rasmus? Oh, gosh. Skip Schumacher. Ryan Ludwig. <laughs> That's... Uh, I mean, yeah, Matt Holliday, Mark DeRosa. Th- those were your 2009 St. Louis Cardinals. Joe Thurston. Rick Ankeel, 
I hope Mark DeRosa wasn't giving hitting advice in the clubhouse. <laughs> Seen too much of him on MLB oh, Network. Oh, gosh. Tyler Green, Jason LaRue, David Freeze. He was 26. He only played in 17 games. Uh, he didn't go on to do anything. Jarrett Hoffpower. Wow. There's a name I forgot all about. <laughs> Todd Wellmeyer. Kyle Loesch. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, that was 14 years ago. And the last time the Angels won a playoff series. And you've had Trout, you've had Otani, you've you had messed jo- that up. You, they had Pujols, Josh yeah. Hamilton, so was, Howie Kendrick. Was that the beginning of the end for them, the Pujols contract? Yeah, that's just a sign of things to come, overpaying for people and getting nothing you, out of it. you had so. Trout, and then you spent $300 million on Pujols. What if you broke that up and instead of you know paying Pujols $35 million a year, <laughs> whatever it was – yeah. Get two guys for seventeen mil a year. This might be a completely different conversation we're having now. I don't know. I just think it's time to move on. It's people need to. Well, we got to put Mike the down. Bill, no, Mike's fine. <laughs> I'm mad at the Angels. Move it's on the from bill, what? From the Trout era in oh. Los Angeles. Okay. But it's the Bill Belichick motto: you get off a year early, then a year late, or get out early before too late. I just think they late. missed the window. I yeah, think that's the problem. I think it, it it's already too late. And you need to trade him while he still has good value before he gets hurt again the next year and the year after that. It's just who's who's going to go after him? Phillies, Mets, Red Sox, Yankees, anyone really. I mean, injury is a risk, but that's it. I think he's still got plenty. What is he, 33? 32. Yeah, he's got plenty of years left, but – I would love Seven to see him on the Phillies. On that, that would be sick. He grew up a Phillies fan and an Eagles fan, so that would be cool to see him with Harper. That would be awesome. For what it's worth, he just turned 32 about a month ago. Uh, so he's not going to turn 33. He'll be 32 at the start of next baseball season. Yeah. So, But you still got seven years left on the deal. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I mean, part of his asset – Part of what makes him so good is his speed, his athleticism, his ability to play defense. I don't know. It's a, it's becoming a younger sport. Yeah. I mean, 30 years ago, not a big deal. You, you, I mean, you guys playing in their late 30s and producing at a high level, but anymore, you know. It's harder. Yeah, it's harder. All Chase Utley did was hurt people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I know it'll be interesting to follow. We'll, I mean, we'll see if anything comes of it, right? Otani was on the block; they yanked him back. Yeah. Now, and Trout isn't even really on the block; they're just open to it. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't think it's a bad idea for them to move on either. Don't watch any football this Saturday, folks. Get out and enjoy yourself. <laughs> Supposed to be nice weather. That's all. That is all. That's all. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Have a good week. Go Tigers.